the college experience week 11 database top 25 on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. And right now to honor football, my bookies offering up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right. A thousand dollars in bonus bets on your first deposit. When you use the promo code SGP, you play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paper head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by express VPN. Looking to protect your online activity, hide your location to avoid local blackouts. Check out ExpressVPN, where you can get three months free at expressvpn.com backslash SGP. That's expressvpn.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dant. <laughs> oh yeah, give me that crack open that fucking Peroni. Drink that Italian beer. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. If you're a first-time listener and you're wondering who the hell was that other voice on that just talked briefly for a second, made a murmur, something went, something happened over there, right? It is the Tecmo Super Bowl piece of shit playing. The drunkest motherfucker in California on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) I do believe that. I am going to say, give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Former. Former James Madison defensive back, Patty C, in the place to be. Hi, oh, buddy, you're dragging ass. You got fucking so shit faced yesterday. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you how my night, well, my afternoon, my early evening was going because I had already basically blacked out by this point. I think I probably got home like five, five thirty, six. Insane day of football. Greatest day of football all year. Without a doubt. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. But I'm blackout drunk. My girlfriend and I are fighting, right? Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. She slaps me in the face. She throws my plate of food at my face. While you're eating food? Yeah. She just does the, the old, like, slap upward. It, it shoots all over my shirt, right? It, <laughs> it hits the wall behind me. I mean, wait, wait, wait. And you hung out today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we made up. You right? guys are a fucking... Hitchcock film, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's a disaster. But so anyway, I fucking got uh, the the curry on the wall, right? It's all over the ground. I stand up because I, I don't know. Curry have sh- on the wall. Not the first time you've had food on your wall. Yeah, food always ends up on these <laughs> walls. <laughs> if you don't know, if you're, if you're a uh, first time listener, Patty C lost to me in Tecmo Bowl once and we had a freshly delivered pizza and he grabbed the pizza and threw it on the fucking wall. This was at least three quarters of a yeah. pizza. 
Yeah. <laughs> Same house. Okay. So yeah, there's food all over the wall. There's food on the couch. There's food all over my chest. Uh, and then uh, she slams the door, walks out. I try and get my uh, act together and start cleaning it up. But I move the plate out of the way. And then I sit down on the curry on the plate, like, <laughs> like a dumbass. And oh, so man, dude. then I take off my shorts. So I'm butt naked in my living room. <laughs> My roommate's there. His girlfriend's there. I start cleaning up the living room, butt naked. I'm walking over. I start groping her. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's it's a bad scene. So, I tell you, buddy. Yeah. Then uh, then I passed out, and I had a really bad hangover when I woke up <laughs> about 9 p.m., 10 p.m. I, I I get a full night's sleep, and there are still two hours left in the day. That's what that's Jeez. what Alabama and LSU Jeez. brings out. That's what Penn Jeez. State, fucking Minnesota. He went to an Alabama bar too. To yeah, I went the to the Naughty Pig and was amidst a million Alabama fans screaming "Go Tigers!" at the top of my lungs. Fucking love and life. Well, let's talk a little bit about that because I want to tell you, college football's already shitty. It was a great weekend. The games were fun, entertaining, a ton of them. But we're sitting there, and I hate this ploy already that Alabama. This still deserves to be in the playoffs. No, they're no. already saving themselves. Should we prep our fans for what is guaranteed to be another fifteen to twenty minute rant? Oh yeah, on the shittiness. Oh yeah, because this is rankings. a database top twenty five edition. So I'll get there when I get to my top twenty five. There you go. But I want to talk about me being nine and three ATS on my locks. It took a while this year. It took a while to finally get it warmed up. Yeah, start when you roll. have a weekend like that though. You're just firing on all. I cylinders. mean, my dog LSU money line play looking great. I also said, take Minnesota on the money line. Boom. Both come through for me. East Carolina plus 21 and a half. They almost won the game. Mike Houston. He's getting close, man. He's knocking on the door. My over has still not hit, but they still have UConn on the schedule. Boom. And that's all they need. <laughs> yeah. They're going to get that. They're, one, they're a half a game away. Three they're and a half is my that. ticket. Boom. I got three wins. They'll get four. If they can win that, the golden pirates. Boom. ECU UVA uh, struggled with Georgia tech. Got the win. We, we, that, that gave me, that's my number one lock. The official we had a ticket that. for uh, Virginia over six wins. <clears throat> we got it early before the associated press voted Virginia to win the AC, the ACC uh, coastal. Cause the, once they did that, Vegas listened to change their ways a little bit, but ours yeah. was early well, Virginia over six wins. We got it done. They have seven wins now. <clears throat> lead pipe lock, lead pipe, fucking locks. So, look, I was wrong on a few. There's a few locks I, I had like Syracuse. Syracuse had a bag of dicks, but for the most part, I'm looking pretty fucking good over here. Yeah, we're playing percentage. When you here. look at my, my locks of Wyoming, when you look at my, my lock, which hasn't hit yet on the under in Arizona, a seven and a half. It's I, I think if it hasn't hit, it's about to hit. Yeah. And uh Tulane once again, every year you guys just want to want to just shit on me for the two lane thing, you know, riding the way it's every year. Yeah. Every fucking year. Even the buffs just pushed right now. And if the buffs can win one game, that's a big if, but it doesn't matter. I'm saying I'm not losing your money. Yeah. The push it. I don't think I locked Colorado this year either. Okay. Because of Mel Tucker. Yeah. But foresight. We did. We did cover every, every team. Let me throw my dick in the air. Here. Throw it, throw it up there. I'm talking back to back weeks, 28 and 19 last week altogether, four and two on locks this week at 29 and 19 
Who five and two unlocks. Boom. And reliably making you fucking idiots money out there. Actually, you guys are giving us half the pointers. So, but we're listening to you too. You know, we are sponges and we're always learning. We appreciate your input. <laughs> and I want to say early before we get into this stuff, if you are in Spokane, Washington or Pullman, Washington this week, this Thursday, I will be in Spokane Friday and Saturday. We will be in Pullman, even a little bit of Moscow, Idaho going on too. But if you're in the area, want to grab a beer, meet up for watching football. I'm going to hang out with one Mike, one leech. Boom. Stanford, Washington State. It's a fun one. It's a big one for for the Cougs. He went up, Leach went off on his players again, but hey, they can just get to six wins, get a bowl, move on to the next season. That's right. You That's know? Right. Stay in the fight, as the Nationals would say. Exactly. Stay in the fight. They won a championship. I'll tell you who's not winning a championship. Chad Morris. <laughs> SEC, SEC, and when you say he's not winning an SEC championship, he's not winning an SEC game. He is not, and he hasn't for two years. And he just got relieved of his duties at Arkansas by Arkansas getting their ass kicked by the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Mm, mm, mm. What they've lost to San Jose State this year. This team is horrible. I think you can put them in the Rutgers arena. They're very bad. Yeah. And AM only beat them by four. Yeah. And no, well, AM is the most counterfeit team. They should, the fact AM is ranked on the college football playoff thing, that is all you need to know on how shitty. I mean, there's, there's a lot you need to know actually yeah. on how shitty the people they are in this room, in this committee. Just bad human beings. Frank Beamer being one of them. Mr. Assneck. <laughs> all right. Fuck you, Frank Beamer. Old turkey necky. Fuck you for everyone in this room. Yeah. I, I will tell you that to your face. All right. Boom. I won't fight you, but I'll tell it to your face. I think I could take down Beamer, but some of the other guys, like if Barry Alvarez is still in that room, he might be able to whoop my ass. <laughs> Alvarez looks like yeah, like a tough grandpa type. <laughs> Beamer's what? Seventy-five years old. Yeah, he's getting up there. That's what I'm saying, man. I think I might. They might have. Might some, finally have him. Yeah, I might finally. That's a big maybe still. All right. Right. What if he just blocks all your punches with his ass neck? That would be pretty amazing. And he just ass neck saves him. his life, man. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So now you got what? Arkansas, Rutgers, Florida State jobs open. Petty, see, make some predictions. Is Deion Sanders going to Florida State? <laughs> Let me tell you this. I got on Instagram and I DM'd Deion Sanders the instant I heard that he was a candidate for the job. I hit him with a direct message. I said, "You need to go get Bud Foster. He's retiring from Virginia Tech this year. We get Rich Rodriguez. They're both making less than a million." And bring the flash back to Florida State. I said it before. Virginia Tech led the nation over the last twenty years in touchdown or sacks and interceptions. Flashy defense. That's the true DBU. How did he reply to that? I'm waiting. I'm still <laughs> waiting for for prime time to get back to me on he that. Like, but Foster, who the fuck? Is right, that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I heard a Levar Arrington talking about how he's going to bring in Peter Warwick as his wide receivers coach. Who's currently coaching where? Uh, from his couch. I right, mean, yeah. he's not a head, he's, he's right. got no coaching experience. Right, he's screaming at the TV from his couch. I love where this is going. Then, yeah. okay, Florida State. Yeah. See you in five years yeah. or ten years. See you when you are Miami two point Quickly, give me the next three head coaches for Arkansas, Rutgers, and Florida State. Just throw it out there. I just mean, so you have can... to say Mark Mike Norvell, but obviously at where at uh, Arkansas. Okay, but 
Um, Desmazan, interesting potential there. Okay. Um, if especially if they lose to Bama this year, they go eight and four or whatever, and they I guess they'd have to lose twice. They'd have to lose to Georgia and uh, Bama, and then eight and four. Maybe Auburn fans get sick of it, and they send them down the road or Arkansas are. And or fucking Arkansas just offers big money, but I don't think they can, they're going to offer any bigger money than Auburn. Maybe he's tired of being on the hot seat. He just dips out in general. Could be, could be. Yeah. He would be beloved. And just found out he's a Arkansas graduate. He played football, yeah. played ball yeah. there. Uh, Rutgers, quick. Chiana, I agree. Chiana yeah. should be the answer. Florida State, who should be or who will be? Both. Mm. Who will be? I have no fucking idea at this point. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They're already kind of botching this coaching search. Yeah. Uh, Who should be? They should be able to get a pretty fucking big name there. Malzahn as well. You know, if you want to not have to compete with the SEC West, granted, you'll have Clemson and the ACC Atlantic, but that's one team. Yeah. Yeah, That's actually one that I really could see working out there. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now let's talk before I get into this database top 25. LSU Bama, your thoughts? Because to me, I saw a team that, uh, unlike these people that are saying, "Oh, it's it's a you know LSU played." I heard someone say this: LSU played the perfect game, the perfect game. Yeah, no, they didn't. Alabama defense has been a problem all fucking year. This is easily the worst defense that I've ever seen Nick Saban have at Bama or LSU. Yeah, from minute one, I knew Bama was in trouble. Once they LSU just kind of was picking them apart. Joe Burrow had like two incompletions the whole game. Right. It's one thing to be like breaking tackles and like squeezing through holes and you know, whatever yeah. Do, doing that shit that Ole Miss was doing a few years back when the pass ricochets a yeah. hundred feet yeah. in the air, right into the receiver. That shit wasn't happening. No, LSU was just dicing, slicing and dicing Alabama all, yeah. all game long. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I just, I hate everything. Patty C when I get to this point in the season, yeah. uh, despite it being a fun weekend to watch college football. Yeah. I see all these experts putting Bama still at three and four. Yeah. And I still don't understand how they do that. Right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If, if you just looked at the previous week and you had Alabama in the top three or four, right. And you said, okay. And you only looked at the score and you said they lost by five to the number one team in the country. Oh, we're down I could 20 at half see them staying there. Right. Don't but, you always say the first half tells the team? Yes, that does tell the story. I, I think that, uh, yeah, anyone who actually watched the game saw that Alabama is not that good. Also, you fail to realize that other teams were also playing big games that might have improved their resume. Uh, primarily Minnesota. Hey! Who just beat the number four team in the country. Yeah. And still, because you, you know, the credit. committee and, and this is the dumbest part, you know, the committee is going to put uh, Alabama ahead of Minnesota. Yeah. Although Alabama's best win is probably a uh, Duke or Texas A&M. And I would argue that it might be Duke. Yeah. Considering what Duke's beat as compared to considering what A&M's beat. Yeah. And then has beat no one. Their best win is A&M like Mississippi state might as well be like five and three in conference USA. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, so, Minnesota's beaten Penn State. Minnesota's also beaten Illinois, who have who we should talk about right after this. Um, but they're bold. They're they're bowling now. I would say Georgia Southern's not a bad team. I would say South Dakota State's not a bad team. I would say Fresno State, not the typical Fresno team of the past two years, but there still should be a bowl team when it's all said yeah, and not done. Not bad. 
Um, and then some other big 10 teams, like even Purdue who, who might find themselves in a bowl yeah. despite, despite them not being very good this year. Um, I just don't understand how they can come of this. Uh, yeah. I mean, Penn state's win over Michigan looking better. Yeah. You know, Penn state is if, look, if Penn state had been beaten Minnesota, they would probably be number three right now. Yeah. And how about the fact that you lost at home? How about the fact you were down by 20 at home? Yeah. That's got to mean something. You fucking jackasses. Ah, but how about row the boat? Let's talk row the boat. Hey, got it done. The biggest game they said since I want to say the sixties, maybe longer in Minnesota. Might've been the thirties. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, they dominated that game from start to finish. Penn state did try to rally late. I thought Penn state was going to win when they threw that pick in the interception, they got the ball back. They were driving. I was like, Holy shit. But dude, um, I thought was you, if you, I watched this whole game, this entire whole game. Yeah. Minnesota was the better team in the whole game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe like with maybe take out two minutes in the fourth. Sure. Three minutes in the fourth. Yeah. Minnesota was the Penn state defense was doing nothing to them. Yeah. What Antoine Winfield jr. Yeah. Yeah. How much pressure on you is there when your dad He's leading the NC, the nation in, in interceptions. interceptions. That's yeah. that's a father son combination of defensive backs right there. Yeah, Have, has there ever been a great father son defensive back combo? I'm sure there's got to be, right? Had to be, but maybe never on this level. You know, if you're leading yeah. the nation in interceptions, you got to be like in Thorpe Award consideration. Carnell Lake's son is at UCLA right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think he starts too. If you got two Thorpe Award winners though in your family, you guys are thoroughbreds, basically. Yes. Uh, so, what do you take with this, this Minnesota Penn State thing? You, are you now buying into to Minnesota? How do you not? Yeah, Tanner Tanner uh, Morgan Morgan. I think I think Tanner Morgan's the quarterback's name. Yeah. Why am I wanted to say Tanner Mangum? That's that's BYU, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he looks great. He fucking looks really good. He only had yeah. two incompletions. <laughs> no, am I buying in that they beat LSU or even Alabama? No, that's irrelevant though. Yeah. What they've earned is clearly a place at the table. Because I think you could still argue that. I mean, look, that, that's just, if we want to sit there and say, well, okay, um, maybe they would beat them. Maybe they wouldn't. No, I don't think they could beat this team. Yeah. Well then if that's really what we're doing, what's the point of the whole fucking season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no point of the whole season. Yeah. Allow them to prove it onto the field to the extent possible. And if you're not going to allow them to prove it on the field in an extended playoff game, use the results that you do have to be the proof of what happens. I'll, I'll on tell the field. you this much. I think they might be able to beat Alabama or LSU if they were to play in the cold come January. But that advantage of, Oh, let's have the sugar bowl 30 minutes away from Alabama. Yeah. Or wherever the fuck Not it quite, is now, but you know what my point is. Yeah, they always do this shit. Every once in a while, it goes out to Arizona or California, but most of the time, it's in that area. Yeah. If they were to do play that at Soldier Field, I think Minnesota's got a fighting chance. Yeah, I agree with you. Play that shit at Soldier Field, but they won't, and that's why it's bullshit. All right, moving along. Baylor and TCU. Patty, see if they put Oklahoma above Baylor, I'm gonna fucking vomit again. All right. And tell us why. Because Baylor, okay, yeah, Baylor went to overtime against a four and five TCU team, but this TCU team's pretty good. They beat Texas, and 
I mean, TCU and I, I expect this team to still go to a bowl. Gary Patterson will make it happen. Um, Baylor got it done though. doesn't matter how they're on the road. They got it done. Right. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Oklahoma pass interferes the shit out of a wide receiver for Iowa state on a two point conversion where they would have lost the game. Yeah. I, once again, Baylor's undefeated. Baylor's played much more of the meat of the big 12 schedule than Oklahoma has thus far. I hate college football, Patty C. Right. Let me see. Baylor, have they played K State yet? Yes. They won 32 to 12 or 32 to 11 or some shit. 31 like 12. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. So Baylor has a better record. Baylor has a better record against common opponents. What, and both those games were in Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. What, uh, what more do you need than that? I mean, it, that's, that's you allowing whatever, um, you know, subjective no, measurement you use. That is the that money be, that buys college football. The eye test, what have you to override the fucking proof that's in the pudding right now, which is that Baylor's undefeated and they beat Kansas state and they've beaten. I mean, their, their resume is better. Yeah. It's a better resume. It's a better resume than the, I mean, here's one that really gets me, dude. Yeah. Like I saw Kirk Herbstreet had Georgia at number three. How the fuck do you have Georgia at number three? Yeah. I enjoy this one. How the fuck do you have Georgia at number three over Baylor and Minnesota? I, I do want to, Oh, cause they beat Florida because they beat Notre Dame. Well, they also lost to the worst team and probably the, the worst team in the top 25. That might be the worst loss in the entire top 25 team in the top 25. Yeah. You could certainly make that, that argument. Might be that yeah. might be. I mean, off the top of my head, I haven't gone through all this, but I mean, it's <laughs> how how do they do this? Let me see Georgia's schedule here. I mean, the Notre Dame win looked nice before, but it, it means less and less now. I mean, obviously, I mean Notre Dame's still going to probably go ten and two, but I would also say the schedule kind of broke for them again this year, and that Virginia Tech game. Should have been a loss because that was not roughing the passer <laughs> and that ball got intercepted and that would have been the end of the game. Yes. Agreed. Even Virginia kept it close for the most part, but you got to give Notre Dame the credit for that win. Um, either it way. It is a good win for Georgia, but I'm saying they have the worst loss. It was at home to yeah. a team with their second string quarterback who then gets injured. And the third string quarterback comes in who was a defensive back. Not that long ago. And they lose at home to South Carolina. Who's got three or four fucking wins. Yeah. Well, let me say this on behalf of Georgia. They have what may be the most amazing stat I've ever heard working in their favor. What's that? They have yet to give up a rushing touchdown through nine games. Okay. That's pretty pretty fucking good. They said, I don't know. I don't know. Like if their stat uh, tracker, only went back 20 years, but they said they're the only team to do that in at least 20 years. So who runs the ball? That's good on that schedule. Florida, probably right. Florida, yeah. It's kind of surprising. Yeah. I mean, you would think Florida would be able pitched to get three shutouts so far. Well, I would also like to add games. in that that's the SEC good. is really, really bad this year. SEC East is trash. No, the SEC, Arkansas, Mississippi, Mississippi state, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Tennessee and, 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 and unfortunately like well, yeah, South Carolina and Kentucky with the quarterback injuries, it's gone that way for them. I'll say this. The sec has some several 
half of the SEC is very bad this year. Another quarter, a quarter of the but, SEC but you're is picking national up title wins. contenders. You're picking up wins because of that, <laughs> because yeah. of how down sure those guys are. I mean, Vanderbilt is one of the worst teams in the country. Yeah, Vandy, Murray State, Arkansas State. Not exactly. Vanderbilt Murray. lost to UNLV. UNLV only has one win in the FBS, and that was at Vanderbilt. And they beat them like 45 to 17 or something yeah. like that. Vanderbilt uh, means nothing. Uh, Murray State means nothing. Arkansas State means nothing. Notre Dame's a decent win. At Tennessee, doesn't mean anything. South Carolina losing, that is terrible. Beating Kentucky at home is a decent win. Not really. They have four. They're, they're going to go four and eight. Yeah. I mean, it's not, nothing special. Kentucky didn't even have Sawyer Smith. The win over Florida is a good win. Yes. But even that, how good is Florida? Their right. resume is a little it's soft. It's not an amazing win. And then the win over Missouri, the way they did it is pretty impressive. Yeah. But Wyoming beat Missouri. George is playing good ball, but listen, undisputed number three, Kirk Herbstreet with a loss. To Wait, they, I, I, I don't think they should be right now. As of right now. Yeah. If things shake out and they beat Auburn and they do all this. There's no way I don't believe anyone can have them in the top four because they have the worst loss easily out of any one loss team in the country. Yeah. Any one, any one loss team in the country. So he said they're not number three. Yeah. I'm guessing he had obviously Ohio state and LSU above them. Yeah. Where's Clemson Four. That's stupid. Yeah. Clemson's also undefeated Yeah. and we'll whip the living dog shit out of South Carolina. In a couple weeks here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kirk Herbstreit, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's my point, buddy. That's my point. I hate all this. How about Lovey Smith? What the fuck is happening in Champaign, Illinois? It they came the back. They were down. I think the score off the top of my head. I want to say they were down 27 points. Yeah. Something like that. And they won this game. Fucking nuts. Lovey's, they are now bowling. Lovey's got magic. He's still got Northwestern on the schedule. He's still got a couple other teams on the schedule. This team might win eight games, Patty C. <laughs> they are the surprise team of the year if that happens. I mean, you got to love it. I, I look, I, I got nothing against Lovey. I thought he was going to get fired this year. Personally, yeah. I thought he was going to get fired. I like what he's doing. I'm happy for him. I saw the, the players uh, carry him off the field. It's the transfer route. We talked about this all preseason. Is this thing going to pay off for him? Yeah, and it, it, looks it, like it clearly it did. Yeah. And hopefully that can pay off with recruiting. But uh, Lovey Smith, give it up for the Illini and Lovey Smith. Likewise, a team that is basically almost the same team in my head, uh, Indiana. Yeah, They're Tom just, Allen. These teams centrally located in the middle of Big Ten territory that really are forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, forgotten state flagship schools, flagship schools of gigantic states. Yeah, you know. And yet haven't been able to get any traction in football for two decades. Indiana, huge game at Penn state this week. Fucking massive game at Penn state. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Is Penn state prime for a fucking letdown here? One of the more underrated things that, that Indiana went out and did this off season. Yeah. And I've seen the effects of this thing is they went out and hired Fresno state's offensive coordinator. Is that right? And that's why I think they're kind of been turning an edge on, or, you know, turning a corner mm-hmm. on an edge. It's easy to see an edge turn. <laughs> Um, and, and I think that's paying off. It's looking good there. And Fresno state, you know, had been trying to figure it out. I, th- I think Fresno state was due for a down year considering how many players left. Yeah. But then when you lose the OC and the DC the past two years, it, it 
just presents a lot of turnover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a little more stability than that. I think Fresno will be back next year, but uh, give it up for Tom Allen and Indiana getting it done. But let's Look at talk. this. Look at this. Indiana has scored over 30 points in every single game this season with the exception of one, which was against Ohio State. And that was early on. It was week two, right? Week three. Okay. But 34, 52, 38, 31, 35, 34, 38, 34. This is a fucking very consistent. I'm mid- excited to watch this game. It's kind of flying under the radar against Penn State. Yeah. Definitely flying under the radar coming in. They play decent defense too. They well, that's Tom Allen's specialty. He was the DC under uh, Kevin Wilson. Yeah. They let up three points in two other games. So, you know, there's been plenty of games where they've given up quite a few points. So which, which defense is going to show up against Penn state? I'm guessing the latter. Yeah. I'm but, guessing that too, but <laughs> it would hey, be an interesting possibility. College football is full of surprises. And one of those surprises, Patty C let's talk about the Appalachian state Mountaineers that really, now if you take away two weeks ago when they had a, like a monsoon going on with some crazy wind, I sure. I thought they scheduled dumb by doing a Thursday night short week against a triple option team. But then um, when the weather hit and then when you have it right sandwiched in with South Carolina, the following week, Probably a look ahead spot a little bit. Oh yeah, but Appalachian Lo State. Behold. Appalachian State uh, goes into Columbia, South Carolina, and gets a dub. Tell me about the Mountaineers and why they're better than the Georgia Bulldogs and why they should be higher ranked than the Georgia Bulldogs right now. Um, well, I think uh, when you look at common opponents, that's the first thing. I mean, when you have uh, should the, I should the I, same record? Yeah, they also beat North Carolina by more than Clemson did. There you go. There you go. This team uh, has a stout, stout defense. Um, and they, well, let's see, they've held opponents under 10 points in one, two, three, four comp, uh, contests this year. Good defense, and the offense has the potential to explode. And yeah, they went on the road and beat South Carolina. Yeah. And Georgia hosted South Carolina. SCC. 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 Gotta love what's going on there. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget like I, that chant. Uh, my my hate my my hatred for the SEC really came from the uh, the tournament when uh, the, this past college basketball season when yeah. Kentucky was playing. I fit, it was like Monmouth or some 16 seed or 15 seed, <laughs> and it was close at halftime. Yeah, and then they Kentucky pull away. pulls away, and the crowd starts chanting SEC. <laughs> this is like this is does, does it get worse than that? Yeah. Like you can't even just cheer like wild cat. Yeah. You wild have to rep your entire conference for beating like fucking cop and state or some shit. This is what I enjoy about Ohio state and, uh, and pretty much every other conference except the sec is they will never fucking outwardly root for their rival. Yeah. They may be forced to internally so that they can get to the playoff or get right, to whatever. So their yeah. strength of schedule improves enough, but then it's never, but they're never going to publicly be yeah. like, Go Michigan. Yeah. Or big 10, big, big 10. 10. Yeah. yeah. Uh, App state gets it done. And I want to talk about one more before we do the top 25. And uh, uh, I want to talk about Iowa state in Oklahoma because Iowa state should have won this game. That was a pass interference. That was, I think two players pass interfered with him. Yeah. Well, one was draped. Yeah, for sure. Got there a good, half second early at least. And I, I made this, I said this on Twitter and I, I really believe this, that if it was roles reversed a hundred percent, 
that would be called pass interference if it was Oklahoma. Absolutely. This goes back to year one of the college football playoff where if you had 11 and one Texas and 11 and one Oklahoma and you know, say it was 11 one Oklahoma whose only loss was to 11 one Texas, that Oklahoma team would have gotten in over a whatever 12 and one Ohio state team with the loss to six and six Virginia tech hundred percent chance. That's the case. But since it was Baylor and TCU that were the 11 one teams, the nod goes to the big name. Similarly, in the I mean on the field of action, how do the I mean the I big see, name gets the call? Oklahoma ranked over Baylor. There's so many angles that it, uh, uh, here's another one I'll say. You can't possibly have Ohio State above LSU now, right? Ohio State's best road win is like fucking Indiana. No, I think they played Indiana in in Columbus, right? Let's take a look. Go to Ohio State schedule. All right. Big Ten, Ohio State. Now, was it Bloomington? Their game was at Nebraska and at Bloomington. Yeah. Okay, so that's the toughest place. I'm going to go ahead and say winning at Texas and winning at Alabama. (laughs) Just a little harder. Here's the thing: Ohio State has like destroyed everybody, anally raped every team on their schedule. Yeah, but you can't tell me that at Alabama, at Texas. Home to Auburn, home to Florida is not the yeah, best resume. A much tougher schedule. Aye. A much tougher schedule. When you consider Ohio State this season has played Florida Atlantic, Miami of Ohio, Northwestern, and Maryland, those are four of the easiest wins you can get. Maryland is the worst team in the nation, maybe. <laughs> They're very bad. They went and got Mike Loxley and Scotty Montgomery, one of the worst. That's one some of the worst shit you could have done right there. Yeah. Dude, Ohio State is so fucking nasty. I'm looking at these scores. I mean, that Bearcats 42 nothing score is looking better every week. Well, East Carolina almost beat Cincinnati a week ago. That's true. That is true. But they've hit 70 points twice this year. Most teams don't hit 70 yeah. points in a decade. This, they've hit it twice. In yeah. Um. Okay, hang on. I want to tell you that, uh, you know, the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. And MyBookie is the presenting sponsor of the podcast and all the great free content you'll find over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, which you should check out. Uh, the NBA's back, in game wagering, player props, all of it up and running over at mybookie.ag. And Col- Patty C, college basketball, as you well know, is back too. So many opportunities to gamble with so many games. Make sure you check out our daily NBA picks and our college basketball picks page over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We also tweet this out every morning. And then football season, as you well know, or should well know, it's in full effect at my bookie. Make deposits and withdrawals a breeze using cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. Plus they have live bets, second half bets, prop bets. Can't find a prop bet you like? Try your hand at customizing your own prop bet with the MyBookie prop builder. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to a thousand dollars first deposit bonus using the promo code SGP. That's right, up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Patty C, I got the database top twenty-five coming out. A real no spin zone, an honest top twenty-five. What that's what we do here. And, but before I dive into that, I do want to touch a tiny bit about the college basketball world and what is happening over there. Uh, first off, um, Memphis is 
top recruit in the nation. James Wiseman is uh he ended up playing, but the NCAA is suspending him for some type of connection with Penny Hardaway, who, cause they said Penny Hardaway, since he's from Memphis last year, he was not the head coach of Memphis. Uh, so they're looking at him like a booster, mm. which I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really uh, caught up on what exactly occurred, but I also thought about this. I remember I was talking to, I met some, some, some guy that was a politician in Texas. Yeah. Right. And he was telling me that the SMU thing on how he goes, the SMU thing was kind of, he goes, everyone, I, even in the, even in the 30 for 30, I think Dickerson talks about getting like some money from t- uh, Texas A&M or Texas yeah. and, and but driving that gold car yeah. into SMU yeah. with their money. Yeah. He right? basically stole the car. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, the politician was telling me that look, SMU was dirty, but everyone was dirty. But the real threat of SMU rising to yeah. an elite level had the powers that be. Yeah. Namely like the Texas. governor of Texas right. who went to like UT or some shit like that, or uh, went to a and M something like that. Yeah. Um, and I, th- you know, I thought like, man, that's what, it, that's probably more so what it was. Yeah. Then, I mean, yes, they were cheating, but if the other teams are cheating, who, what the fuck? Yeah. But I'm saying they could not deal with that. And the first thing I thought when I saw this Memphis thing was, I was like, I wonder if like Tennessee is behind this or it's some of the SEC Kentucky. schools. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think they know Penny's going to build a fucking, a, a really good team here. Yeah. I'm eager to see what comes of it. Oh man. I'm eager to see. Cause you know, the college basketball world, uh, North Carolina kind of gave a blueprint on how to say, fuck you NCAA. We're yeah. going to keep doing this. Well, if the last year has taught me anything, it's that there are pussies out there with no scruples, right? Yeah. That will do any kind of backstabbery within yeah. their means Yeah, to get to a position of power. Yeah. To get a hand in the pie. That's right. So I would not be at all surprised if someone with a little more power shat. Yeah. So that's just the way I read it as we'll see, but I'll tell you that Memphis looks really good covering the first couple of games. I was doing great all week with the exception of Saturday. Saturday, I had a game. I mean, college basketball, like I said, we re- release our picks. We, we handicap every single game in the college basketball division one season. Uh, I, had, I had a tough Saturday. I got my ass kicked on Saturday. But before that, I was on a roll. <laughs> I responded the night four and two on my locks. Boom. Jam, um, you got skunked by UVA today. Your yeah, comments. I knew that was going to happen. That was a close game at halftime. I was like, fuck, because I locked up UVA. <laughs> I was tempted to lock UVA too. And and let me say this, folks. If there's ever JMU versus UVA or JMU versus Virginia Tech. I'm going JMU. I'm, yeah. I don't care if I know for a fact. I don't care if JMU is favored by 50 against the defending national champs. I'm going JMU to cover. Okay. That, that we got to appreciate that about you. So other than that, though, the rest of my picks just fucking sucked on their own. On uh, today, you mean? Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, cause I was even worse than you were yesterday. So if I'm not mistaken, I don't know. Were you? Maybe I'm not sure. Pretty bad. Um, but I, I do want to note, uh, Chris Collins at Northwestern a couple of years ago, he got Northwestern to the tournament. People were optimistic. He's like, they're turning this thing around. Chris Collins, former Duke guard, son of Doug Collins, former, co- uh, pl- you know, coach and player. Yeah. Uh, they lost. There's a school called Mary Mac that is making the jump. <laughs> from uh division two to division one this year yeah. in basketball. And the first game I thought, Hey, maybe Mary pretty good. They played Maine. Who's not good at all. And Maine beat them pretty bad. So then I'm like, okay, let me lock up Northwestern 
against main or against Mary Mac because Mary Mac's clearly jumping down this this level is not going to work out. Yeah. Mary Mac pulls off the huge upset. Their first ever win in the Division One level is against a Big Ten team on the road. Mary Mac is not playing around. Mary Mac, man. Miss Mary Mac. Miss Mary Mac. All dressed in black. There you go. Man. I'm going to say it every time Mary Mac comes up. There we go. Well, uh, give it up to Mary Mac. Uh, other things to note Wake Forest, Danny Manning somehow still had his job this year. They opened up the season, took an L. Oh, wait, today they won. Today they, they beat. Um, who the fuck was it today? They beat Columbia, who's not the greatest team in the Ivy League, by two points, Petty. See, this is an ACC team that wins by two points against Columbia after, after getting beat down by Boston college, which isn't a horrible, horrible loss because Boston college is in the ACC and they look pretty good as I locked up Boston college to come down to South Florida today. And they did, but I still think wake forest is crazy for bringing back Danny Manning is, this year. Is he on the uh, short leash right now? Uh, yes, he should be. He should be because they look like shit. Yeah. I watched some of it today and I know that they got the, uh, they got Sharon Wright, former power forward of the Clemson uh, Tigers back in the nineties and played for the 76ers and the Raptors. They got his son down there. Nice. But Wake Forest is dog shit. Uh, what else? ACC, I'll say Pitt. How about Pitt beats Florida State opening night? Huge win. And then they lay an egg at home. Another ACC team lays an egg at home against Nichols. Boom. But the ACC did come to rise. Florida State went on the road to beat Florida today. Great matchup. That was that was my miss of the day. When I saw that, I was like, Florida State's better. They had a great year last year. Fifth fifth year in a row, I think they've beaten Florida. Man. And yeah, you're we're still kind of riding last year a little bit. The first month is incredibly hard college basketball, I always say, because you're you're learning the trends. Yeah. Because I mean team especially with the grad transfer route now, but I I still think I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna put it together. Yeah, yeah I'm doing pretty good. Oh, I only yeah. had one really losing day so far. It takes a couple of days to a couple you know, weeks, I would couple say. Weeks, yeah, yeah, to really get it get it going. But we're still hitting at a decent percent with our locks. Feeling good. Make sure you check us out. Um other stuff I will mention is uh Nebraska and Fred Hoiberg. Welcome back, Fred Fred Hoiberg. I hope Nebraska this is a little bit of karma going on, Petty C. And this was one of my locks that I lost on uh on Saturday was Nebraska. Um, they fired their coach last year and he was doing a decent job. He had bad breaks the past two years. Yeah. His players got injured. Mm-hmm. They almost made the tournament both years. Yeah. They were severely injured, uh, beat up both, both teams. And then he gave a classic, uh, press conference when they fired him for Fred Horvick. He's like, I'm going to go home, pet my dog. Cause my dog's going to love me. My wife's going to love me. I'm gonna go home and open a course light. <laughs> Very specific. One, one of the better uh, interviews, <laughs> but they bring in Hoiberg, the NBA hotshot and former Iowa state player and coach and opens up Nebraska. Who should be returning a decent team. They open up against UC Riverside, who was horrible last year and they lose by 19 in Lincoln to mm. UC Riverside. They follow that up with Southern Utah, who was horrible last year. Patty C <laughs> Southern Utah comes into Lincoln and gets the dub by one in overtime they're zero and two. What is happening in Lincoln? The Big Ten. This is bringing the Big Ten down. Um, it's pretty. It's karma, though, dude. It's karma. It's yeah. Fucking karma. Well, you might even say that karma is following Nebraska in both sports because ooh, ooh. even our guy. You gotta get more time. Frost, than two years. Well, guess what? They gave what's his name a few years, and 
nine wins was never enough for him. So, oh yeah, but uh, 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 Bo uh, Pelini. Oh, even Bo. How about Solis? Solis yeah. went like ten and two and got fired. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. right now, it's some Marty Schottenheimer shit right, right there. Nebraska is praying for Bo Pelini or <laughs> <Yeah>. Frank Solis <laughs> to come through. All right. Um, and then uh, I'll round out I'll, I'll, before I get to the Dante Bay's top five. I'll tell you, I, the, I'm impressed with the Pac-12 uh, college basketball season. To start off, Oregon State beats Iowa State. Arizona beats beats Illinois, Colorado, Arizona State played each other, and Colorado looked good at um, even UCLA. Almost yeah. they got a little scare, but they got it together. Yep. Um, and and they've been pretty impressive so far. I think Oregon handled Cronin business, turning that thing around faster than I thought he would. Oh no, this was the one I wanted to talk about. <laughs> oh, uh, the Utah Utes. Tell me, you saw this score, Patty C? I did. <laughs> You know what that reminded me of? What's that? Our I know, I know, I know, dude. I was gonna say it too. Here or not, youth league, uh, adult league basketball game. Where Here's the, the fuck thing: is this box score. I want to pull up the box score. We lost by more. <laughs> uh, check this out. Okay, Mississippi Valley State plays at Utah. Utah's not necessarily a juggernaut in in college basketball. Not since Rick Majerus left them. Yeah. But Larry Kristoviak doing a solid job, but he wins by 94 points. <laughs> that's that's at inappropriate. home against Jerry Rice's alma mater, that's Mississippi unkind. Valley State. <laughs> Nine, dude, they dropped 143. Yeah. 143 for a there's a solid chance that they don't even start a black guy on their starting five. That sounds unsportsmanlike. Right? Uh <laughs> when you're playing a 40-minute basketball game and you get 143 points. How is that even possible? And it, you know, you're, I think you might have a point because they scored more in the second half than the first. Oof. <laughs> just like, guess what? We're trying to win by a hundred. Yeah. Fuck you. We're trying to set records here, but um, yeah. yeah uh, if you're, if you're a newer listener, me and Patty C were in a, a, a similar basket or a, a similar a spot in life than as the Mississippi state Valley, uh, whatever their name is, the rebels or some shit. Um, we we played in a rec league basketball league and we lost a game by ninety six points <laughs> and it still haunts me at the time I it, I always loved this part because it's like I was going through a, a really bad breakup and one of the things it was funny my mom's like you should join exercise you're stressed out you should go <laughs> to exercise and I joined this basketball league yeah. try to get my mind off shit <laughs> I, I I joined this league and then I lose a game by ninety six points which was clearly worse right far more depressing yeah. A far lower moment in life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was hanging out with our buddy Kyle and he was saying something to the effect. He was like, what was your low point? And he, I, I, I think he was implying because he answered it himself being like, Oh, cause he, I think he thought about the relationship. Yeah. And then I go 96 points. And, and he's <laughs> like, Oh dude, I, the, yeah, the last a low year. point of my, my, like pretty much my adulthood. Right. <laughs> well, you try looking yourself in the mirror in the morning after a 96 point loss. Especially when the other team's doing selfies, buddy. We had the, we had the referee tell me with like thir- I checked myself out of the game with like a minute left. Yeah, and and the ref goes, "Man, I ain't never seen some shit like this." Yeah, they're doing <laughs> selfies with the scoreboard. Uh, look, you didn't have it half as bad as I did either, because I'm good. chasing around <laughs> this guy who apparently had played ball at Ohio or Iowa State. <laughs> yeah. This dude was fucking Michael Jordan. <laughs> He was running he was so full speed from three. Too, yeah, dude. He, he, I he think he dropped 90% for the three point I think he dropped 75 <laughs> points on me. 
I was running around. I was like, dude, just chill. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop. I think he dropped like 12 points in the last minute. <laughs> and then he just apologized after the game. And I was like, it's just no more. Just the, leave the me alone. Alcohol tastes better, dude. It tastes better. Right. After, after moments that. like that. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, let's keep track of uh let's fade Mississippi state on the year. If you're listening out there, they're the UMass of the college basketball season. You see UMass still didn't cover our spread by the way. Yeah. We got like uh, 35 and army who bleeds the clock and army still won by like 50. Yeah. Fade UMass. (laughs) Even though there's only three weeks left. I love how UMass went out and hired Watt bell, the OC from one year of Willie Taggart and Willie Taggart didn't even make it in his second year. (laughs) A lot of his firing is probably because Willie Taggart had Watt bells as OC. Right. Guilty by uh, UMass is like, oh, please come up here. Florida State, and they probably didn't even look at the record. Yeah. They're like, we love Florida State. Yeah. They're always good. We're getting a Florida State yeah. cast off. <laughs> um, okay, I want to tell you guys that the college experience on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ever thought ever thought about starting your own sports book there, Patty C? Sure. Yeah. Well, I can tell you. If you're going to do it, this is the way to do it. Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. And they have a top-notch customer support 24-7 going on and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and, a, and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. I mean, you can't beat that. Six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP and go over there and check it out and start, start taking your friend's monies. You money's strike plural. me as yeah, money's plural. <laughs> um, you strike me as the type of guy who would have started his own sports book back in like elementary school. Well, I, I got in trouble with elementary school. Is that right? I, I got kicked out of a, a little elementary school because of uh, me and one. I don't want to burn her name. And but let's help. just say, yeah. Yeah. We were, we had a little, uh, comp composition notebook, you know, those black and white notebooks. Oh yeah. Well, we were taking bets and we made, so you, you were, this actually happened to you. Well, we were, we were a book, me and her ran things. Yeah. And let me tell you, we made at that time, cause we were like 11 years old. We were making some big cash. Yeah. I think we had one guy who was 40 bucks. <laughs> That's like hitting a lotto, dude. Jeez. You're right? buying video games and shit with your fucking, uh, betting gambling money. I mean, it was great. This idiot kept, uh, I want to say it was the year the Suns and the Bulls played Yeah. in the finals. Yeah. I believe uh, the Western Conference finals and the Eastern Conference finals, I think it was Suns, or I think it was Suns and, who was it Utah? That sounds I, Sonics, maybe, son. I can't, Utah. I, I, but either way, um, the, the, we, we bet the house on the, I mean, we cleaned up on the Bulls, hmm. really. I mean, from the start of the playoffs, the Bulls are playing like, you know, like the Bucks or something, and they just swept that was them. year three of their fucking first three yeah. feet. How are you fading the Bulls? You got that? these idiots out there, yeah. You know, maybe they're playing the Bullets. I don't know. Not ninety three. They started all five white guys in ninety three. <laughs> one of the worst teams ever. Um, but point is, is that we did do this. Yeah. And if you're ever wondering, you know, hey, are these guys real gamblers over here? Talk to me when you've been thrown out of school in sixth grade <laughs> for having a gambling ring there you go. and my mother, I love my mother. Mm-hmm. What was great about my mother was she went to defend me. My mom was a, I mean, a school teacher, not yeah. at that school, but at, at another school. And she said, Hey, 
It shows he knows his math right. That's right. An entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. And I think she's in the right still. As yeah. I see it go legal more and more, I think I might have a pending lawsuit against this elementary Boom. school. Boom. Right? <laughs> Back sue them for millions yes. for lost uh, yes. potential wages. Exactly. And with that, let's get to the database top 25, the best top 25 in the nation because we don't bullshit you. There you go. And at Shooting 25, you straight. yes, at 25, I lock this team and they fucking destroyed North Texas and Mason fine is injured again. You should know that if you're betting on North Texas in the future, I'm talking about the Louisiana tech bulldogs at number 25, Patty C's give me a hard time. Give me a hard time. Did you see what they did to North Texas? They fucking whooped their ass. So right Scott and, and, and you just refuse to get on board with my guy. The legendary. He's got what? This is a four or five game win streak. He's on. No, this is an eight game win streak. Is that right? Eight Jeez. game win streak. I am sleeping on old Skippy. Yeah, and you're sitting. You need to start thinking about yours, buddy. Well, they lost out the gate to Texas, but they have won eight straight games, and they just they just didn't. They won fifty two to seventeen against North Texas. Is Skip Holtz playing his name back into the conversation of a uh, a big time position? He will when Louisiana Tech goes eleven and one. And you better believe, you better believe that he hopes an SEC team schedules them in the future. They're going to fuck them up. I mean, they could be a Cotton Bowl uh, potential. Potential, not not now, likely, but I will say this: the schedule was a little light. Yeah. They got they got some breaks with Bowling Green being awful, and also UMass. <laughs> but they beat Southern Miss, man. You beat Southern Miss. Southern Miss is good. You beat North Texas. They're solid. They're getting it done. Florida international might, is probably going to make a bowl too. They're getting it done. They're really doing it over there. Skip Holtz is the fucking man. Look, they're going to be, they play at Marshall next back, huge back-to-back away games here. Marshall and UAB. Yeah, they get the, they get those. They're going 11 and one, bro. When was the last time Louisiana tech win 11 and one? <sighs> I don't know. Fucking Carl Malone was fucking 13 year olds. Right. Maybe. <laughs> You know that's uh, no, yeah. How long ago was that? Because that might have been more recently than we thought. No, how old <laughs> was that? Was that was in college that he was doing that, right? Yeah, that is fucking nasty. And then like she got pregnant, and he just didn't acknowledge her. There you go, Carl. Solid human being there. Yeah, the mailman does not always deliver. Turns out, um, doesn't deliver child support. Yeah, and uh, but what do you think of Louisiana Tech? Just quick, quick uh, review. They they've done what they've had to do. Their only loss is Texas. Ah, uh, overtime win. Uh, at Rice, that was week two, though, right? Week four. Yeah, I got it. Done. Five wins a win. <laughs> <laughs> they did put up sixty nine against UMass, which is about yeah. par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that offense is rolling. Jamar uh, Smith putting up at least forty two points in each of their last four games. That's what I'm talking about. Skip, keep doing it, buddy. Go Bulldogs. And at number twenty four. This team is probably better than the, t- the team at 23, but I'm curious to see your thoughts. Patty, see, I'm going with the Navy midshipmen. Yeah, I have no argument with that. They're it good. Sounds about right. They're good. They got a game at Notre Dame this weekend. Oh, now let me ask you this. Is, is old Brian Kelly potentially on the hot seat if he does lose this game? Is Urban Meyer, does he come into play? I'm not buying it. 
I think I think he can go nine and three and he's still fine. Yeah. I think he can even go eight and four if he's still fine. Yeah, I think he's staying at Notre Dame. Yeah. Now if it was seven and five, which I don't think is is had, he, they'd have to lose all three. Yeah. They have three games left, I think. Yeah, no, they that's Boston either. College, Navy, and Stanford. They'd have to lose they're all three. They're probably gonna win all three. He's probably yeah. gonna be ten and two. Yeah. He's staying. Which means Urban Meyer's going to fucking USC. Now let me ask you this. Navy, you know, they're they're seven or eight and one, whatever the record is, and they only have one loss, and that was a game that they were winning a lot of that game against Memphis. And that was on the road in Memphis. Yeah. It's a tough game. You remember when um uh Khalil Tate threatened to uh to leave Arizona if they hired Kenny Amatololo? Yeah. I just wonder how Arizona would be doing right with old Ken Niamatololo as coach of the Wildcats. Well, we are wondering how any of these power five teams would be doing with uh, a triple option attack. I think the last true look we got was Georgia tech and yeah. they yeah. seem to have taken a step back without well, the triple attack. Uh, I think it takes some time to adjust, but I will, it will say take some time, but I don't, do you think that this guy's going to get them an orange bowl win? I think an he eleven could down and two season down the line. Okay, once all the recruits they won a national championship in ninety. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? You know who's also an ace recruiter? They won a national championship more more recently than Georgia. Mike Loxley. That is true. They did <laughs> win one uh, in the nineties. Georgia has been since eighty. Uh, Loxley is an ace recruiter. That shit. Give it up for the midshipmen, though. Yeah. Getting it done. I and knew I, Neil Matalolo would come back. Yeah, I'm curious what you think here on this one, though. At 23, who's better here? I got the Wahoos of Virginia, but the last time these two teams played, Navy whooped Bronco Mendenhall's <sighs> ass. Pretty badly. Yeah. Pretty badly. And I was not very impressed with Virginia this weekend. Well, Virginia. Virginia Schmirnia. <laughs> they played uh, roughly to the level of competition that they're facing every week, but they usually win when they're their slightly better team. And they've done that most of the year. So it hasn't always been pretty. Got a big game coming up soon. Well, get a bye week and go and face a Liberty team that I believe lost to BYU. No, I mean this past week, but no Liberty. Uh, Liberty's got some bad losses on their schedule. So I think UVA should win this game. And then, <laughs> then the big one and then the big one hosting, hosting Virginia tech currently on a 14 game losing streak to their rival. Uh, if there was ever a time to get it done, it is fucking now UVA. Yes. And, and what's funny is the team above them for me is the Virginia tech Hokies. Cause I think, I think I'm more impressed with Virginia tech lately than I am Virginia. They I'm going to take the Hokies better. as the better team right now. They have played better of late. There we go. That streak is it's going to continue. I think, huh? Well, I don't think so. Is you got to strike while the iron's fucking hot? I think UVA C. gets it done this year, but it's going to be. Should have won it fucking, last year. I thought this one was going to be an easy one for UVA, but it's going to be a fucking fight. Oh, how the tables turn! Yes, they do. Now I will say this: Virginia Tech coming off a big win against Wake Forest, a big win that may allow Justin Fuente to parlay this into potentially depending on what happens with Mike Norvell, potentially the Arkansas job since he was at Memphis before he's from that recruiting that, that area area. of the map. Supposedly that's one thing that he would prefer over being on the East coast is to be more in his geographical comfort zone. So 
I could see that happening, especially if they go nine and three and beat UVA and make another appearance in the ACC championship game. Um, what I don't if they think beat Virginia Tech. I mean, what if they beat Clemson? Clemson? Championship. Anytime Bud Foster's on your defense, you've got a fighting chance. So there he is, just promoting the hell out of Bud Foster. Uh, I got the Hokies at twenty-two, and at twenty-one, I have the Indiana Hoosiers. Who, who, who? who? <laughs> Tom Allen, he's going to get a shot. He's going to get a shot in a, in a in a bit here this this Saturday. You want to show in the folks that Indiana is, football is here to stay. You come into Happy Valley. You grab that dub. Boom. I mean, that would be fucking amazing if Indiana. Indiana might be the uh, surprise team of the year. Illinois. Illinois and Indiana. SMU. Less so SMU. Two, really? SMU <laughs> nine and one. I feel like they. I mean, they're having a great year. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they go twelve and one. Then, or eleven then, and one, then, yeah, twelve yeah. and one, whatever the fact. That's a good point. Yeah, um, I'd say that, that they have to be mentioned a little yeah. bit there. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. I like that these teams are like, you know, former Southwest Conference teams are. Yeah, are reminding you that they're still viable. Exactly, exactly. And with uh, number twenty, I got the Michigan Wolverines. Look. Um, they, that loss to Wisconsin just still looks really bad. That's what's keeping them this far back. Because even when I watched Wisconsin and Iowa this week, and I saw a good chunk of it, Wisconsin, I'm still not sold very good. They've lost yeah. both their games on the road. Some close wins. And at college campuses, they've had 35 games at home. <laughs> so I refuse to believe that Wisconsin's really good. I, I, yeah. I kept them out of my top 25 until I see them go on the road to a real college campus yeah. and get a dub. I will not have them ranked. I think some dumb fuck. I don't know if it was a fire mom or who, you know, I'm just spitting off gibberish, but I did hear that they're anticipating a loss both at Iowa, which Colby and I both kind of couldn't see (laughs) happening, but also by Minnesota at home against Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And I'm not I just buying think that at this point, Minnesota is clearly the better team. Yeah. I mean, they have a quarterback that they can throw to the be. ball forward. Right. Right. And, but the, the Iowa one as a, I mean, as a guy that hopes Minnesota gets this done, by the way, I'm going to tell you right now, it's early in the week and, and the cornfield upset, uh, yeah, the annual cornfield yes, upset parlay this, by the way, you got Texas coming into Ames and Texas has just got a horseshoe in their ass. They have, I think three wins by seven points. I think by five points or less. Yeah. And, uh, two in the last second field goals, uh, Iowa State's due. Iowa State has what did I say? Seven, one, two, and one. So was that? That's eleven points. Yeah. Iowa State has four losses by eleven points. Iowa State was better than Baylor <laughs> yeah. when they played yeah. them. Yeah, they were straight up better than them. And four then, losses by eleven points, dude. That's criminal. That's brutal. <laughs> Iowa State really on that two point conversion. If he hits the open fucking tight end, or if they call the pass interference. Iowa state beats Oklahoma in Norman. Yeah. So they are due and Texas are, as you've mentioned is counterfeit and lucky. So I think the cornfields of Ames Ames are going to respond. And I think, I think you probably parlay that. Yeah. Look, I want Minnesota to win this game, but they're playing in Iowa city. I was, I will always beats one team that's highly ranked. Yeah. I think teams in the top 10, when they go into Iowa, it's a ridiculous 
It's a ridiculous record. Now this one, this or maybe is, it's top five. Maybe it's top five. I, it's something I remember seeing a stat yeah. in the past year or two. If you're a top five team and you play in Iowa City, you're fucked. Yeah, they got Michigan. They got uh, Ohio so, State. So Minnesota needs to root for them to be. Penn State has escaped them at the buzzer twice. Yeah. Um. But but if you're Minnesota, you're almost hoping you're ranked sixth, so you don't you you don't get that stat in there. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You don't want to be. Just another statistic, but, the, but you, I'm sure you some do the decapitated blowjob special, and you and you and you parlay this. That's right, right? That is right. Iowa has won the last four in this series. Uh, Floyd of Rosedale. Now Minnesota leads the all-time series, surprisingly, huh? Sixty-two to forty-eight. Wow. So I think Iowa, despite row that boat, baby. Really not, despite Minnesota's. Uh, uh, emotional win on Saturday m- more because of Minnesota's emotional win on Saturday. You favor Iowa state. Yeah. Here. Well, and I was known or Iowa rather. Yeah. I was known to get up one time a year and they haven't had it happen yet. Yeah. It's just, it's, it seems like here it, it could be the spot, but I got Michigan at 20. We're talking about Michigan. Petty C any chance D'Antonio goes two and oh in it in Ann Arbor against well, I believe the home team has won every yeah, game yeah. Uh, since Harbaugh and uh, D'Antonio started getting up, so that would follow suit. But no, I think uh, I think Michigan is the better team. I expect for them to win if I was a betting man. But this is kind of one of those ones where it's a rivalry you, you throw out. You throw out and, the record and books. the D'Antonio talk is uh, you know it's it's heating up about potentially being replaced. You know, I'm sure I, I he doesn't like that. Yeah. So does his team get up for him here? I think they do. That could be an interesting. It's gonna be a damn good game. I got That's the Wolverines at twenty. At nineteen, I got the Mustangs of SMU. Look, they had a uh, they had, they had a, a close game, but they got it done against the Pirates of ECU. We covered on that, um, but now now SMU's got some some trouble coming their way. They got they got a game at, in Annapolis coming up. They also have a game against Tulane, so they get some run heavy teams coming for them. Mm. Gonna be interesting to see how that all pans out. Yeah. But the Mustangs have only lost one game, and that one game was a close game. So uh, give it up for the SMU Mustangs and Sonny Dykes. You got to love what he's doing. Loving it over there. And at number 18, I got the Gators of Florida. Look, they had a uh, bye week. No, oh, no, they played Vanderbilt, which is a bye week. <laughs> and they won 65 to nothing or some shit like that because Vanderbilt is absolute dog shit. <laughs> I mean, Florida's got who this week? I think they get at Missouri. Missouri, though, really let me down this year. I thought Missouri would be a better team this year. I think they're, they're, they're just, this might be Florida. I think Florida's going to come in and smack them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Missouri has been disappointing this year. Uh, Florida's sitting at eight and two with, uh, with two S. Yeah. There's yeah. a good chunk of shit wins on there. Though. Just at Missouri and then hosting a uh, bye week before hosting Florida state. So uh, yeah, 56, nothing was the score there against Vanderbilt last week. Uh, Florida's looking at a, um, ten and two record this year, but their schedule is so bad. <laughs> Will here's the question: Will the fucking playoff committee go ahead and give one of their at large bids? Yeah, to yet another SEC. Will we have four to, to, to a team like the Florida Gators that happen to have three bye weeks and two FCS teams? Yeah, three bye weeks. <laughs> fucking silly. All right, at number seventeen, I got the Irish, the Fighting Irish, and Notre Dame. They got a bye week before both of their biggest rivals this year, Georgia and Florida State. It's a crock. They use the shit. other one uh, against 
uh, UT Martin to get yeah. prepared for that one. So, so you know what I think that was? They were afraid of T Martin returning. Yeah. And they said, Hey, we need a bye week before this fucking bastard scorches us again. <laughs> right. Um, I got the Irish at 17, Patty C. The Irish have Navy on deck. They got Boston College. With Boston, Co- you know, the interesting thing about the Boston College game is they might need that to make a bowl and save their coach's job. And then they have Stanford left. But but look, Notre you know, Dame's Boston College is going to play up for Notre Dame too. Yeah, Glenn Foley. Glenn yeah. Foley is the spirit of Glenn Foley and will rise. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Irish. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty much what I thought they were. <laughs> you want to crown? They, crown had, them, a, they had a nice week. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. I should have locked that up. I, I, I originally had that game locked. I took it off. Who they played Duke? Yeah, they smoked them. Right, it's minus seven and a half. They smoked them. Yeah, uh, they are still who we think they are. Yeah, you know, which is a team that's going to go ten and two likely. But at least they played Duke on the road, not in a neutral site in in, in Atlanta or something. Yeah, give them credit for that. Yeah, exactly. And at number f- sixteen, I got the Bearcats of Cincinnati. Patty C. They got some big games coming up. Cincinnati goes to South Florida this week. That's Charlie Strong. He might be coaching for his job soon. Yep. Um, and then uh, Cincinnati's got a game with Temple looming. No, yep. that could be a huge game. Huge game. Now let me tell you this about Cincinnati. I told you pre-podcast, and if it shakes out to where the Big Twelve gets excluded from the race again, and who knows at this point if. Uh, if Baylor is 11 and one, we know damn well or 12 and one yeah. that they're not going to let them in, you yeah. know? And so say Baylor beats or loses to either Oklahoma or Texas and then wins the big 12. Uh, then the big 12 gets let out, left out again, Ohio state. Meanwhile, coasting, please, please big 12 expand and take Cincinnati. They have proven for the last decade that they are a top tier Basically, if it were a power six, yeah, American would be the sixth conference. And it used to be when it was a big East, which American took Although a lot of this their year. Game. I would and argue Cincinnati was in the big yeah. East when it was a power six. So Cincinnati's right there. Fucking expand. This would have been the conference. You took teams from to expand before take one from the American, make it Cincinnati. Don't you take it from the American? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want the American and the mountain West to merge. Yeah. And do a power and become a power six conference. Look, I'm just sick of Ohio State. Look and look, the top two teams in the country right now. Think about this: the top two teams in the country are the ones that have the state to themselves as far as recruiting. That's a good point. Power five. Fair point. Very fair point. Auburn will steal from Alabama. Alabama will steal from Auburn. Georgia Tech will even steal a little from Georgia. And really, really, what it does more so than anything, in my opinion, is it increases the level of confidence of the recruits over the course of time that no matter what happens, this team is always going to be loaded, which keeps the recruits in state instead of going out of state. Yeah. And even more takes out of state recruits and brings them in state. Yeah. So that's what uh, both Ohio state and LSU have been doing. They've both been top five recruiting. Oh, and I think teams. they also have been doing something, a little thing like paying their players. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they've definitely been doing that too, but also when you have the entire state to yourself getting funded, yeah. Then uh, that also helps you be able to pay more than other teams. Agreed. Which both the teams are uh, very much guilty of doing. Cincinnati is the fucking poison that will bring Ohio State down. Big Twelve. If you're sick of Ohio State getting the fucking nod over you, please go get Cincinnati. Do it for the rest of college football. Boom. And at number fifteen, 
I got the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Patty C, if they can, they have a, a challenging game here. Back to back road game. They're going to Georgia State, who's one of the better teams in the Sun Belt. They get this win. I think it's almost safe to say that the Appalachian State Mountaineers will go 11 and 1 in Eli Drinkwitz's first year. Boom. And yet, as we mentioned before, we'll gain no consideration 12 and 1 after yeah. they win the conference. Yeah. yeah. We'll gain no consideration for the playoffs. Now, should Georgia. <laughs> Sure, Georgia go twelve and one, right? It's and their only loss, <laughs> only loss, be at home against a South Carolina team that another twelve and one team went to the road, went on, the, on road, the road, didn't beat. even have to play the third string quarterback. That's right. That is right. All while also beating uh, North Carolina, North more Carolina th- by more than, more than Clemson. Than Clemson their only common opponent. But Appalachian State not getting any mention for that and spot. I shall also add in that North Carolina beat South Carolina as well. Yeah, there you go. There is a problem <laughs> with college football. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, at number fourteen, I got the Memphis Tigers. We Tigers on this podcast, Patty C. Yes, and we Mike are. Norvell is doing a heck of a good job. We'll see if he's still coaching in Memphis uh, yes. soon. But they play at Houston. I think this could be a little bit of a trap game. Of course, the American is fucking great. A little bit of a trap game going on. Yeah, don't sleep on my Mountain West. Don't sleep on my Mountain West this year, Patty C. Mountain West is great. Them and the American are better than the ACC. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This especially this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um at number 13, I got the Auburn Tigers. Like I said, we Tigers, a lot of Tigers going on here in this in this uh podcast. Auburn hosts Georgia this week, Patty C. Ooh. It's going to be interesting. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Who do you think wins? I think Auburn, if they can just throw a few forward passes. Here's the thing. Against that defense, and Georgia's been playing some fucking defense, moving the ball forward. A rushing touchdown will happen in this game by Auburn. You think? Yeah. It'll finally, the streak will finally be broken while Auburn does run the fuck out of the football. So you would expect that to happen. This is the immovable force versus the the irresistible force versus the immovable. I can't fucking talk. This is the college experience. All right, I got the Tigers at 13. Huge game coming on this weekend. At number 12, well, this team had a scare, but they got it done in overtime. The Boise State Broncos took down the Wyoming Cowboys because Wyoming's kicker can't make a 30 yard field goal. Mm-mm-mm. Right? That's a fun little like uh, rivalry. Bowl plays them good. I was all over that. One of my locks, even yeah. though Sean Chambers, the Wyoming quarterback, got injured out for the year, backup came in. Craig Bowl. That's a coach that should, I hope he doesn't leave Wyoming. I want him there, but I'm saying if you're really looking for a real fucking good head coach out there. Yeah. Got it. Got it. He's going to be gone eventually. Can't sleep on my guy, Craig bull. Maybe he loves the state of Wyoming. It's supposed to be fucking gorgeous. I'm saying he's out there. He's going to Yellowstone. He's petting fucking wolves, right? He's riding around on fucking Buffalo and Broncos. Yeah, exactly. Looking like the Marble man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I got Auburn at, uh, I'm sorry. I got Boise state at 12. Boise State is looking like they're going to do another eleven and one season with their mm. one loss being a three point loss at BYU. Who is not that? I mean, at BYU, USC lost at BYU. USC yeah. still could play for the Pac twelve championship. Yes, yeah, so you could still win the Rose Bowl. Tennessee lost to BYU. So I mean, yeah, I mean it's not, not that <laughs> horrible of a loss. <laughs> Jesus. I'm with this fucking hot ass guacamole he's got over here. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to say um, 11 and 1 is standard operating procedure for fucking Boise State. Unfortunately, this was the team that we all thought would be the party crasher for the playoff, yeah. but Peterson had to go and fuck it all up. Harson still can't get over the hump. Well, and they had perfect. a backup quarterback that game against BYU, too, man. Look. Yeah, if and buts were canyon nuts. That's right. We'd have a hell of a college football playoff. That's right. Right? Um, okay. At number 11. And dare I say this, or am I going to get people to shit on me? I got the Alabama Crimson Tide at number 11. You and, are going to dare people to shit on you. Well, I just would, I'm, I'm going to allow them to tell me this then. The reason why I have them at number 11, yeah. it's not because of their loss. They do have a loss, and it was at home, and yeah. they were down by 20 Which points. factors, yeah. I'm saying, what is their best wins? Because I can tell you this, the other 10 teams I have ahead of them all have better wins than Alabama. Yeah. So, they, they proved more in their loss, certainly which wasn't much. They proved that they could get their ass kicked for most of the game and clean it up right at the end. Um, against every other team that they played complete dog shit and haven't proven. Well, really and, and they played Mississippi state this week, who by the way is a team with a losing record. <laughs> and then they follow that up with Western Carolina. Who's a team that uh, is horrible in the FCS level. And then they follow that up with Auburn. So that is a fucking terrible Terrible Dude, they're going to play like three teams with winning records. One of those being a and M who's played nobody. Yeah. Um, I mean, Southern miss, I guess is winning a winning record too, but I just said Louisiana tech dog Southern miss. Southern miss is all right. I mean, they're not, they're not horrible, Yeah. but come on. The schedule's terrible. And that game's in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. They never leave Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Um, do you look. think they'll beat Auburn on the last game of the season? It's going to be a good game. It is. I, I need to see Knicks ball. develop a little bit before I, I say Auburn's going to do it. Yeah. Because I can tell you, if they can't throw it all, yeah. Uh, it's going to. But I do think that defensive line can give Tua some problems. Well, I'll say this. This was uh, one of the few times I've ever seen the moment be a little too big for Alabama and a Nick Saban coach team. Yep. Because they were fucking shooting themselves in the foot. They fucking Tua just running out of the pocket in yeah. the first drive. Oh, yeah. Just, Drops the ball on the ground, miss the uh, fucking uh, with the pun, uh, punter snap, long snapper snaps ball over the punter's head. Yeah, it's just like a lot of penalties, a little sloppy too. Yeah, uh, but look, I mean, at number ten, I got the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, how could I do this? Georgia has a worse loss than Alabama, which is true. They do a much worse loss, <laughs> but they also have much better wins. Notre Dame and Florida. Yeah. Is light years better Far than better. light years better than everything on, on uh, Alabama's schedule. schedule. And those aren't even amazing wins. Dude, even Missouri and Kentucky are better than some of the like be- Arkansas and Ole Miss and yeah. Mississippi State. Yeah. Those are better wins. <laughs> um so I got the Bulldogs at number ten. At number nine, I got the Utah Utes. Well, how could I have Utah higher? Well, look, Utah did lose a game, but they also lost a game on the road. Right, Georgia lost at home to South Carolina. Utah lost at USC, who's despite them being only like six and four, USC still has a ton of talent, and you still don't want to play them in Los Angeles, especially when they're healthy. Um, Utah has better wins than than Georgia, and a uh, it's a mixture of actually Georgia has the better wins. The top two wins are better, mm-hmm. but I don't even know if the second one is. But I'm saying. Utah lost on the road and that's got to mean something. Whereas Georgia lost at home in Athens to Yeah, And let's South be Carolina. honest, fucking South Carolina or USC. Those aren't comparable. 
USC is a 10 times more talented team. Yeah. The loss makes sense. Um, it, Utah, did they lose? Yeah. yeah. They, they should be docked for that, but it was by one possession. But if you're looking at the resumes, them in Georgia, I think Utah has a better resume. I would agree with you. Yes, I would. I would. But I have Utah at nine. At number eight, I have Oklahoma. And I think you can make a case that Utah is better than Oklahoma because they didn't need a, a two-point conversion attempt that was pass interference to have two losses. But I would also say that Oklahoma does have some nice wins. That Texas Tech blowout looks really good. Um, the Texas game still looks decent. I got the Sooners slightly above Utah. Just a hair. I mean... A hair above Utah right now. Here's the thing. When you have a truly comparable schedule, mm-hmm. then you can use the eye test a little bit, I I think, yeah. to, to make the d- distinction. But usually it should be based on what you've accomplished on the field. You know? yeah. And to an extent, you can't control who you play. To an extent, you can. You know, And when yeah. you're Alabama and your hardest non-conference game is a neutral site game against Duke... You deserve to be downgraded yeah, for that. One that's not even that neutral. My right. head. Exactly. Um, agreed. That's why I dock Florida. Florida's further back because they played two FCSs and they had three bye weeks. That should be penalized. That's a huge advantage. Yeah. Um, at number seven, I got the Penn State Nittany Lions. And you know, how can I have Penn State at number seven? Well, it's this simple. Penn State's got a better loss than Oklahoma and Utah currently. Mm-hmm. And they also have a better win in Michigan. Yeah. Then neither of those. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Nittany Lions have the seventh best resume. You could see Georgia's best win at this point, but that, but when you mix it with the loss, well, no, what I'm saying is Georgia's best win is potentially Notre Dame, Florida, Notre Dame. They're about equal. Yeah. And then we saw what Michigan did to Notre Dame. I actually think I might favor Notre Dame if they play Florida. Right. Yeah. Depending on where the location is. Yeah. I think that I, I favor them slightly too. Yeah. So that said, Notre Dame would be Georgia's best win up to this point, and Penn State's best win would be Michigan. Who beat Notre Dame? And Penn State fucking uh, destroyed Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I got the Nittany Lions at seven, number well, six. I guess they only beat them by seven. Yeah, but, but they were clean. up 21 at one point. Yeah. Just like, kind of like the Alabama thing. Um, but they got the dub. Penn State finished it. At number six, I got the Ducks. Look, I've been wrong on this team all year. Quack, quack, quack. But when you look at the resume, their only loss is a neutral site game that was not very neutral to them. Pretty much an away game in Texas against Auburn. Yeah. A game that when I really evaluate this game, I said this at the time I watched the game, I really think Oregon was the better team. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Does it hurt your ego a little bit to admit the Oregon Ducks are a pretty good football team under Mario Cristobal's guidance. I think that my ego is doing fine on him being a horrible coach <laughs> because he lost that Auburn game. You're stubborn. Cause his clock management, he would be undefeated right now. If he understood clock management Yeah. and they should have lost to Washington state. Once again, his logic on, uh, from his own 33 yard line, uh, needing a yard to punt to Washington state when you're only up like six or seven points, whatever the score was very stupid. Because Washington State went right down the field. Uh, I think there was only they were only up three. Washington yeah. State went all right down the field, scored a touchdown, and then uh, luckily you got down the field and, and ended up winning the game on a, on a last second field goal. I think, 
but I mean, he's made some weird decisions Yeah, that, that still, but look, the resume is the resume. Yeah. They have wins at USC. They have wins at Washington. They have wins throughout their whole schedule that are decent wins. Yeah. It's a better resume, especially when you add in the loss to Auburn on a, on a fucking fourth down throw a game that they were dominated. I, I feel like they were in control of the entire game. Yeah. Without a doubt. They I were the it. better team. I have the ducks at number six in the nation. I think that, uh, this is where like our fans hopefully can appreciate where we're coming from because you're seeing a lot of our picks fly in the face of what the, uh, so-called experts, or at least the AP yeah. is like putting into place the AP at this point, when you're making the college football selection committee look honest, yeah, then you have to be like Horrible. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> the worst. Um, before we get to the final five teams, I want to tell you guys that the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by express VPN. Do you want to be able to watch every single NFL game this season, no matter where you live or what team you root for this season? There's a proven way to watch every football game live for a fraction of the price of direct TV or NFL Sunday ticket with express VPN. Here's how it works. Use express VPN, express VPN to buy their international game pass. Yeah, uh, Express VPN lets you spoof your location so you can add the international game pass for $125 and stream all the games. Uh, I, li- I mean, I live here in Los Angeles, but I'm saying you, they black out the Chargers and the the, the Rams because it's on regular TV, but you can still get that through through this thing because it's going to tell you your, your device is in fucking Bangkok or some shit like that, right? And, uh, and, and you can stream all the games at a mark. It doesn't make a difference. Uh, Express VPN comes with apps for computers, mobile, digital media players like Fire TV. Plus, use Express VPN every time you go online and to, to, I mean, look, to keep all of your network data encrypted, secure, and safe from the hackers, the Edward Snowdens out there, the, uh, the Patty C's out there that are out mm. there trying to watch fucking porn. You're never safe from me. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, he's hacking into his girlfriend's fucking computer as we talk, probably <laughs> pretty much, uh, express VPN is the fastest VPN I've tried only costs $7 a month comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. I mean, enjoy all 256 games of the 2019 NFL season with the world's most trusted VPN express VPN. Go out there and get it. Go out there and get it. Let's talk about the top five Patty C. Cause I think this is the most logical and the best top 25 out there at number five. I have the Clemson Tigers. Well, how can you have last year's national championship at number five uh, championship winner at number five? I can tell you how, because this is fucking 2019. When I look at that shit schedule of theirs, I don't see any big time wins. Now they're blowing some teams out, but they're shitty teams. NC state is dog shit. The North Carolina game still stands out to me a little bit, but those things are going to happen. I think if you're going to have a championship run, this team still could win the national championship. But as of right now, when I look at the other four resumes, they're not as good. And I will explain that right now. Cause we tigers, but geez, dude, they do fucking dude. They scored 50 points. One, two, three, four, five times this season in their uh, 10 games scored 40 in Three other ones. Who's the best team they've beaten? Uh, Texas and uh, Louisville, probably. 
Probably Louisville. Louisville Maybe. and AM played right now. I don't know who I would take. I think I might lean AM. You think? I watched Louisville against Miami. That was one of my Who locks. do you think is a better coach, Satterfield or uh, Jimbo at this point? Oh, I think I go Satterfield. This close. I think Jimbo's national championship should have a little asterisk because there was no A, there was no playoff then. And then they were going against a severely depleted yeah. ACC. And they kind of almost should have lost to Auburn there. Yeah. I mean, Satterfield's are like, he's even looked really good at Louisville right away. And they were supposed to be horrible this year. Um, I got the, th- look, I got Clemson at five though. You can't tell me right now. And I'll tell you who I have at four. I have the golden Gophers of Minnesota at four. And I, this is my reason why both teams are undefeated. Minnesota's got a much, much, much better win than anything Clemson has on their schedule. Yeah. Anything. It's not even close. Penn State. Penn State is a way better win than anyone on their schedule. Than anyone on Clemson's schedule? Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. So who's Clemson's best team? A&M, you said? I would say either A&M or Louisville. Maybe at North Carolina. Because I think you could argue that Illinois, South Dakota State, Georgia Southern, Fresno State are all on the same level as a lot as, as, a Louisville. as Louisville. Yeah. yeah. I think Illinois. Yeah. I think it might even be better. I think yeah. Illinois has got wins against Wisconsin and at Michigan State. Georgia Southern beat app state. Yeah. Which uh, beat North Carolina and South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say like five wins better than anything. Like <laughs> so I got the Gophers at, at number four. And at number three, I have the Baylor Bears. I love me some Bears, Patty C, as you well know. You are a fan. One, one of my favorite animals on the planet. <laughs> and I love what Matt Rule's doing. Now, this is one where I take, I put them ahead of Minnesota because I think they have, now they don't have one win that's better than Penn State, but I think they have about four wins that are better than, than theirs, essentially. So like at Kansas State, at Oklahoma State, Mm-hmm. And at TCU, mix that in with a home win against Iowa State and Texas Tech. I think they have five caliber, like high, ca- decent, ca- decent caliber wins, which I think is slightly better than Minnesota. They have a bunch of wins, but man, this team wins close a I know, lot. Yeah. <laughs> they beat Rice by eight. They beat fucking Iowa State by two on a buzzer beater kick. <laughs> they beat Texas Tech in double overtime by three. They beat West Virginia by three and they beat fucking TCU by six and triple over. What are you supposed to do? Win, win by games. more points. Well, yeah, no, I don't give a shit. If you win yeah, by at the end of the day, yeah. you're nine and oh, and you beat a bunch of good teams. Look, Utah just beat Mississippi Valley state by 94 points. Pretty sure that's not going to matter in March because that's a real system. That's true. Right. Win we're, the games. We're going to find out everything this we weekend. need to know about yeah. Baylor this weekend and the following weekend. And really, Going to uh, Kansas, I hate to say yeah, it, yeah, might be a little be bit one. of a test. That right? could be the one. Dude. Would that be the fucking most <laughs> Big 12 thing of all time? Yes. I, <laughs> I tell you, man, that I do believe, and that's another reason why I have Baylor ahead of Minnesota, yeah. is I think hands down, the Big 12 is the best college football conference this year. Yeah. Certainly without any any argument. There's no gimme games. The like, deepest. You look at the Big 12 or the, or, you know, the Big 10. Yeah. Like you look at Rutgers and Maryland. And yeah. even Northwestern this year, those are three awful teams. Yeah. Nebraska's not very good. What was it? Did West Virginia and Kansas play? Uh, yes. West Virginia won. West Virginia. Yeah. So, so I guess that would be Kansas is the basement of that. 
And Kansas beat Boston College by like thirty points in Boston. Twenty four points yeah. worked them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, when you go to the ACC, you got the dog shit teams like 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 I just mentioned, Syracuse or Georgia Tech. I mean, those are those are bad teams. Kansas beat Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas Tech's a good team. Yeah, like yeah. There's no gimmies in the this Big game. Twelve. I mean, and you go to the SEC. There's like like we mentioned before, three or four really bad teams. I I would argue that the second deepest is the Pac-12. I got, I put Big Twelve as one for for depth. Yeah, the Pac-12 would be two, and then at three, I would probably go Big, Big no, Ten, SEC, or SEC, Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, and then, ACC is certainly the worst. Yeah. Um, and then I would ha- I would actually have ACC behind the Mountain West and the and the American, like we said. Yeah. Um, but at number two, surprise, surprise, Ohio state. Look, they put up a thousand points on Mike Loxley and Scotty Montgomery, but I'm not, I'm not that impressed on scoring on Scotty Montgomery because yeah. I'm an East Carolina fan. And Scotty Montgomery was the worst thing that ever happened to East Carolina. Colby has seen this exact thing <laughs> happen to Scotty Montgomery's yeah. teams when they played like fucking Tulsa, Tulsa would yeah. drop like 70, by the way, shout out to Tulsa beating UCF. We were on that on the lock. Boom. Dude, the golden hurricane. I got to say they were due. They were fucking due. The wheels have fallen off the fucking UCF wagon. Well, when you're UCF and I would encourage any college football fan to take a realistic look, you're going to go three quarterbacks deep on your third quarterback. That's a freshman. Yeah. Expect to struggle some. Yeah. Expect to struggle. Still all close losses. Yeah. I mean, they've very close. I mean, they actually stopped Tulsa on a fourth and one, but they, the the guy couldn't get off the field fast enough. Oh man. So gave it, gave him a freebie, gave him it, but I got the Ohio state Buckeyes at two. They are still destroying everyone and they might be the best team in the country, but I need to see more. That was without chase young. It's true. But Maryland, I don't think Maryland could beat New Mexico state right now. Yeah. And at number one, I got the LSU tigers. We are still tigers. Patty. See, I feel like this, this year LSU has been my number one team for a while. Yeah. Ed O baby. Yeah. Finally gets the monkey off the back. Go get some fucking chicken on the stick. We love it here. I want that pilot. All right. Well, guess what? Coach O got that pilot. He did. He got that fucking pilot. He's got George Shin. Yeah. You know what? And George Shin took that team to New Orleans. Yeah. So it makes sense that he'd be down there. Exactly. And I guarantee you. Yeah. When 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 uh, LSU takes on what's their next big game? A and M. Yeah. There's gonna be ice in that arena. (laughs) <laughs> you better believe that someone's got their hand. You in better the believe there's going to be some ice in that arena. Right? I do believe that because <laughs> you're, because I can tell you coach. O is nothing, nothing, but a lemon headed. Well, no, I'll say he proved that Nick <laughs> yeah. Saban is, is nothing, a, is a, but a not le- lemon headed coward terrorist pussy. pussy. <laughs> Hello. By the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, type in David Thompson, rogue helicopter pilot on YouTube. Colby is uh, writing the screen right play yeah. to this movie. Yes. It's a very, it's a, it's, it's going to be the best movie you've ever seen guys. This is the database top 25 edition. We uh, will be back uh, in a few days to preview the next week's action along with college basketball. We're in full swing. It's November. Like I said, if you're in Spokane or Pullman, hit me up on, uh, on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. And we are the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This is the, the you know, Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. And please leave us an iTunes review. I just went nine and three on my locks, winning your money. College basketball is hitting them, winning your money. Go out there, leave us a fucking iTunes review, right, Patty C? Of course, do it and make it fucking glowing. 
Yeah, make it good. Make it yeah. good, and I'll send you out a fucking t-shirt or something. Tell everyone right? out there how bad everyone else fucking sucks yeah. compared to the two biggest shitheads on the radio, <laughs> Colby D and Patty C. Right. right? That's right. And and we're giving you lead pipe locks, and I and I'm going to give lead pipe dick to this yeah, Colombian girl. My, you still going, uh, okay. still still going we're, strong. We're, we're lovebirds. You know oh, what I mean? Man, look at this guy. I'm moving down to Colombia. I'm doing all the Colombian cocaine. Call me, call me, Colby Escobar. Hey, all right, I'm gonna be down there tanning. Jessica Alba's an afterthought right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. I'm gonna have her fly down in a little bit. <laughs> there you go. She's gonna be persuaded by that Colombian cocaine. Boom! You know what I mean? Her her nose is gonna freeze. <laughs> My balls are going to go blue. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on I don't know what the here. fuck I'm talking about. This, <laughs> this is, is the, the college, college experience. experience, guys, and we out. <laughs>